Welcome to the video book summary of The Barefoot Investor, the only money guide you'll ever need. This book was written by Scott Papp, published in 2016, and weighing in at 296 pages. You won't be overwhelmed with a bunch of tips or a strict budget that you won't follow. You'll get a step-by-step formula. Open this account, then do this, call this person and say this, invest money here and not hit there. This book will show you how to create an entire financial plan that is so simple you'll be able to manage your money in 10 minutes a week. This book is a great read and I highly recommend you buy it as it is loaded with great information and insights into becoming financially independent. So without further ado, I bring you the video book summary of The Barefoot Investor. About the author, Scott Papp. Scott Papp is the founder of The Barefoot Investor. For well over a decade, he's reached millions of Australians through his national weekend newspaper columns, appearances on TV and radio, and his best-selling first book, The Barefoot Investor. The Barefoot Investor's Barefoot Blueprint has grown to become one of Australia's largest independent wealth-building communities. Scott lives in country Victoria with his wife Liz and their two sons on their family farm. The Book Summary At some stage, you're going to face your own financial fire. Plant, grow, and harvest. Nature has an easy-to-understand pattern. Plan the seeds of wealth, we'll watch them grow, and then we'll enjoy a changing harvest. Most people are groundhogs. They do the same thing day in, day out, and then bitch and moan that nothing ever changes. The goal of the barefoot investor can be summarized in one word, control. If you want financial freedom, you need to take charge. There are some scripts that you may be thinking about finances. Here's you. I'm not that smart with money. Here's Scott. No one is born smart with money. It's a learned skill. Here's you. I don't earn enough. Here's Scott. It's not about what you earn. It's about what you save. Here's you. I've left it too late. I should have saved more when I was younger. Here's Scott. Stop for a second and tell me what age you'll be when you die. Most people don't think about their long-term future. Here's you. The economy sucks. Here's Scott. More millionaires were created in the Great Depression than any other time. In the past century, the average lifespan has doubled. While the average income has tripled, food is 10 times cheaper, electricity is 20 times cheaper, transport is a hundred times cheaper, and communication is a thousand times cheaper. These are the good old days. When it comes to money, it's easy to hide your financial flab from the world. If you look like you have a financial six-pack, you've got zero motivation to change, and that's why most people never do. Facing up to the fact that you're not as successful or sordid as you tell yourself you are, or as your family and friends believe you to be, takes guts. Seeing your situation for what it really is and having the courage to change it. Success isn't found in the eyes of others. Buying things you don't need, with money you don't have, to impress people you won't know in 20 years' time. Be financially fireproof. If you try to do a million things, you'll do none. Yet that's the power of focusing on just one thing, one step, and ticking it off the list. Have everything on autopilot. Introducing the barefoot steps. They are nine specific steps that you complete in order, one by one. The power of the barefoot steps is that you focus on doing just one thing at a time. Step one, schedule a monthly barefoot date night. Step two, set up your buckets. Step three, domino your debts. Step four, buy your home. 
Step five, increase your super to 15%. Step six, boost your mojo to three months. Step seven, get the banker off your back. Step eight, nail your retirement number. And step nine, leave a legacy. Part one, plant. It's time to get your hands dirty. Step one, schedule a monthly barefoot date night. First, because it will make you happier. The only thing that psychologists are unanimous on is that spending time with your family and friends is a direct predictor of well-being and hands down one of the best things you can do for your relationship. Second, because it's two of you against the world. Third, because there's no such thing as get rich quick. Most people totally overestimate what they can achieve in one year, but totally underestimate what they can do in six years. Making a ritual of focusing on your money is the most powerful thing you can do, period. Barefoot banking. Your current bank account is draining you. The average Australian household gets whacked with $515 in bank fees each year, over $5,150 in 10 years. Do not be loyal to any financial institution. It doesn't pay to be loyal. Banks are giant corporate octopuses with tentacles that wrap around you and squeeze out as much money as they can. Scott's Zero Free Everyday Transaction Account. ING Orange Everyday Debit Card. Set up two of them. Call one, Daily Expenses, and the other, Splurge. Scott's Linked High Interest Online Savings Accounts. ING Savings Maximizers. That are linked to the ING Everyday Account. I want you to set up two of them. And again, I want you to give these nicknames. Call one, Smile, and the other, Fire Extinguisher. What you want is separate online savings accounts that are linked up to your everyday transaction accounts. Zero fees, good interest, all in one account. Simple. Get some mojo, baby. Finally, you should have one bank account completely separate from your day-to-day banking, another financial institution altogether. This account will become what I call your mojo. The aim of the mojo account is to get your mojo back, baby, so you don't have to stress about money like everybody else. Most people shuffle money around from one account to the other without ever actually saving any of it. Scott's Mojo account is Ubank Saver. It's for emergencies only. The world's cheapest super fund. Your super fund can gobble up a third of your savings in fees. Research by Rainmaker shows that a person who starts work at 20 could accumulate up to $663,000 in super over their working life. However, they will also pay $174,000 in fees on average. Choosing an ultra-low cost super fund is the easiest way to win a game that millions of people lose. The paradox of choice. Faced with too many options, the average person will be inclined to choose none. Approximately 90% of the Australian population don't choose where their money is invested, so they end up on the fund's default option. The super fund Scott uses, the Host Plus Indexed Balance Fund, and it charges a tiny investment management fee of 0.02%. Your insurance sorted in one beer. According to ComBank, for every family like ours that loses its home in a fire, four families lose their home because of the death of the breadwinner. And 48 families lose their home because the breadwinner becomes disabled. The bottom line is this. You can do all the right things, you can have everything sorted, and something you have no control over can wipe you out financially. The Golden Rules of Insurance Rule 1. Only insure against things that can kill you financially. 
Your house burning down, your car, traveling overseas, hospital, being unable to work, permanent disablement, and death. Rule two, choose a higher excess. The more excess you're prepared to cough up, the cheaper your annual insurance premium will be. And rule three, don't automatically pay your insurance premium each year. Protecting your family. Your most powerful financial asset isn't your home or your car. It's your ability to earn an income. Australia has the highest rate of household debt in the world. Yet our massive debts are just a symptom of the real problem, our out-of-control spending. Do you know that Australians on average live in the biggest homes in the world? Our supersized McMansions are 10% bigger than the United States of America. So how much is enough? So when do we ever have enough stuff? Never. That's how the game works. According to AdAge, marketers spent $1,000 billion, that's $1 trillion, globally in 2015 trying to convince us to spend. Make no mistake, when an industry spends $1,000 billion a year on messaging, they want a return. This is a deadly serious business. Marketing is manipulation. It's the chief aim to create a big enough emotional void within you that you'll pull out your plastic card and swipe. It creates the void in subtle ways, mostly by reinforcing the feeling that you're dissatisfied with what you already have. To quote comedian Louis C.K., everything's amazing and everyone is miserable. The art of conscious spending. Spend your dollars on stuff you love and cut out the waste. The truth is, you can live like a multi-millionaire today by cutting back on the meaninglessly crap and diverting your spending to the little luxuries you use every day. Step two, set up your buckets. You'll see we have the tap, which is income, and the three buckets below, blow, mojo, and grow. For the blow bucket, it's your expenses and some splurge money. For the mojo, it's your safety money, and for grow, it's your long-term wealth. The entire money management plan consists of dividing our income into three buckets. A blow bucket for daily expenses, the occasional splurge, and some extra cash to fight financial fires. A mojo bucket to provide some safety money, and a grow bucket to build long-term wealth and total security. If you really want to win, you should ditch tracking everything and instead simplify your choices. Willpower is like a muscle that becomes fatigued from overuse. Basically, willpower is a limited resource. People who succeed don't have more willpower than you. They just develop better daily routines and habits, which after a while become automatic and require less thought, less conscious energy. The blow bucket. You'll see the income that goes into the blow bucket. We separate this down the bottom to daily expenses, 60%. And on the right, we have splurge. 10%, smile, which is your long-term, which is 10%, and then fire extinguisher, 20%. The deal with the blow bucket is spending more money on the stuff you love and the less stuff you don't. The barefoot benchmark, live off 60% of your income. Here are some rough percentages of your household income. Housing, rent or home loan, 30%. Utilities, power, gas, water, broadband, phone, 5 to 10 percent transport 5 percent and food 5 to 10 percent the mojo bucket so what we want to do is fill up to two thousand dollars at the start and you can do anything from work overtime ebay gumtree have a garage sale or become an uber driver or sell your kidneys not really the aim of the mojo bucket is to get your mojo back baby 
You know that feeling? It's the spring in the step that says, I don't stress about money. Professor Bob Cummings and his researchers from the Deakin University found that financial stress produces similar feelings to physical torture. The grow bucket. So the grow bucket, we're going to put in our super, which is 9.5% of your wages, which your employer pays. And then anything from property investments and rolled over super funds. If you want to stay poor, focus on spending your money. If you want to become wealthy, focus on saving and investing your money. The aim of the grow bucket is to get a little wealthier every day. Every dollar you pour into your grow bucket should double every 7 to 10 years. Set up payment to your daily expense account. Your employee needs to put 100% of your take-home pay into this account. I want you to try and live off the barefoot benchmark of 60% of your take-home pay. The other 40% put into the three other accounts, Splurge, Smile, and Fire Extinguisher. Set up payments to your Splurge account. You are hereby directed to go and blow 10% of your money on anything that makes you feel good. This is what Splurge account is for. Set up an automatic transfer of 10% of your take-home pay from your daily account each time you're paid. Set up payment to your Smile account. Another 10% of your take-home pay should be automatically transferred from your daily expenses to the Smile online saver. Set up your fire extinguisher account. Finally, allocate 20% of your take-home pay from daily expenses to your fire extinguisher account online saver. What is a financial fire? It could be your crushing credit card debt. It could be your home deposit you're saving up for. It could be paying off your mortgage. Your fire extinguisher account will be used for different financial fires at different times in your life. The 20% amount won't change, but what you use it for will. Putting it all together. So you'll see on the left, we have the grow bucket, which is your 9.5% of your income, which is super. Then your blow bucket, where all your income goes into, which is separated into your daily expenses account, 60%, 10% for splurge, 10% for smile, and 20% for fire extinguisher. And down the bottom, in another institute, you have your mojo account, which are for emergencies only. Step three, domino your debts. Who taught you about money? Stop for a moment and answer that question. Who taught you about money? You either learn money from parents or school. A credit card has positive connotations. After all, who doesn't want to be given credit for something? What it really is, is a debt card. Debt cards make everything more expensive. And if they get out of hand, they destroy your self-confidence. Achieving a sense of financial control isn't about your net worth. It's about your self-worth. The biggest purchase you make on the credit card is interest. Make no bones about it. The game is designed that way. Credit cards are compound interest in reverse. They're designed to blow out and grow bigger and bigger, even if you stop spending. That's why they set the minimum monthly repayment at 2%, but charge you 20% per annum or more in interest. As your credit card increases, your self-confidence decreases. It's time to call your bank and say, please cancel my credit card, and then change it over to a Visa or MasterCard debit card. You need to have some no matter what's in your life. No matter what, I'm not going to take out a high interest loan to fund crap I don't need. 
no matter what, I'm going to pay my own way and claw back my financial confidence. And no matter what, I'm going to set an example for people around me. The people who ditch their debts for good have one thing in common. They change their attitude. Domino your debts. The bottom line is this. If you have a credit card debt or a personal loan or a car loan, you're not in control of your financial future. You're not free. Debt is slavery. Debt eats away at your self-esteem. There are five dominoes you need to set up to knock out your debts. Domino one, calculate. Then negotiate. Then eliminate. Then detonate. Then celebrate. Domino one, calculate. Write down all your debts, credit cards, car loans, parking fines, money you owe to friends in the table below. Write down the name of the debt, the total amount, the interest rate, and the monthly minimum. Domino two, negotiate. Now you've calculated all your debts, it's time to negotiate hard. Domino three, eliminate. And then domino four, detonate. Rearrange your list of debts from the smallest to the largest. Single out the smallest debt. Debt is what I like to call financial fire. So use your fire extinguisher, 20% of your take-home pay, to hose down your smallest debt. And domino five, celebrate. Being in debt is not the same as having a debt problem. Let's recap on part one, plant. You've made a commitment to becoming a little wealthier each day. Set up your financial infrastructure so you'll pay zero bank fees and more importantly, put your day-to-day money decisions on autopilot. Rounded up your long-lost super into an ultra-low-cost fund. You've cut up your credit cards and began the process of dominoing your debts. Become one of the 7% of Australians who have the right amount of insurance. And we're just getting started. Now it's time to grow, baby, grow. Part 2, grow. It's time to grow. We're going to focus on earning more, saving more, and then intelligently and tax-effectively compounding your money over and over. How to double your income. There's a limit to how much you can save, but there's no limit on how much you can earn. How to earn $5,000 in an hour. The difference between being broke and becoming a millionaire is as little as getting a $5,000 pay rise a year. Number one, make the commitment. Do your homework. Take control of your performance review and put your goals in your calendar. Casually follow up with your boss over the next 12 months. The easiest way to make extra money quickly, as in next week, is to freelance. Freelancing cuts through the bulldust and allows you to road test your ideas, your pricing strategy and your skills, and without leaving the security of your day job. Step four, buy your home. Housing is ridiculously expensive. Australia has one of the highest level of home ownership in the world. Australia has some of the most overvalued property in the world. Australia has the highest levels of household debt in the world. And Australia has the lowest interest rates in the world. So repaying the debt is kind of manageable today. The Economist magazine has labelled the Aussie housing market the biggest financial bubble in history. Financial stress rips families apart. The word mortgage comes from the old French and roughly translate as an agreement till death. And that's exactly what many young families enter into when they mortgage themselves to the hilt. Things tend to come in threes. Scott calls it the triple M's, marriage, mortgage, midgets. The median duration from wedding bells to divorce is 12 years. 
The truth is, buying a home creates financial stress and insecurity. Until you get ahead of your mortgage, as all homeowners know, running a home is expensive. Costing up to 5% of the purchasing price each year, this is magnified when you take on more debt than you can afford. Over a 30-year mortgage, you'll spend more money paying interest to the bank than you paid for the original cost of the house. A home should be your refuge, your castle, a place where you can relax and be yourself like a comfy old jumper. The golden rule of real estate is not location, location, location. It's safety, safety, safety. Step five, increase your super to 15%. We're going to put your retirement savings on autopilot by increasing your pre-tax super contributions to 15%. I want you to put 15% of your gross wage, that is pre-tax, into super. The official term for making pre-tax contributions is salary sacrifice. Shut down your human emotions of greed and fear and compound your wealth. Put your investing program on autopilot. Your golden ticket, becoming an investor. Scott's recommendation for your first investment would be the Australian Foundation Investment Company, short for AFIC. AFIC is a business that trades on the stock exchange. Technically, it's a listed investment company, an LIC. AFIC's business is investing in great businesses. AFIC's fees are around 90% less than the fees of managed funds. And yet, AFIC outperforms the majority of these funds. The hardest thing about vesting is actually starting. The longer you invest, the longer your money has to grow through the magic of compound interest. Remember, this is when you reinvest your earnings so you earn interest on your interest. The future is going to be expensive, and the way we pay for it is by investing. And the best place to invest your money for the long term, regardless of your age, is super. Albert Einstein said that compound interest is the eighth wonder of the world. What is compound interest? It's when you reinvest your income so you earn interest on your interest. Debt is a four-letter word. The greatest investor in history, Warren Buffett, is cut and tried when it comes to borrowing to invest. Stay away from debt. If you're smart, you don't need it. If you're dumb, you've got no business using it. The truth is this. Debt always makes things more complicated. Debt always adds more risk. Debt always adds more stress, whether you admit it or not. And if you can avoid getting into debt, you should. The number one secret to raising financially fit kids is to be a good money manager yourself. How not to raise a spoiled brat. Grab three jars without the jam and label them. Spend, save, and give. Spend. Kids need to learn how to become savvy shoppers. And the best way to teach them is through experience. Save. Teaching them that they need to save for stuff is the cornerstone of an effective financial education and pays lifelong dividends. And the last jar, give. This is a life lesson in contentment. After all, the happiest people on the planet are those who give. The power of compound interest. That's the power of time. This isn't a new thing. It's not hit and miss. It works every single time. And it's the safest and surest way to become incredibly wealthy. So why don't people do it? Well, because it's kind of boring. People will always find a reason to play it safe and do nothing. Those people will always be broke. The reality is that most people learn about compound interest in reverse. By buying stuff they don't need, 
with money they don't have to impress people they don't care about. Yet debt robs them of their financial independence. Debt makes things more expensive. Ultimately, debt is slavery. Step six, boost your mojo to three months. Point your fire extinguisher at your mojo bucket and boost it to three months of your living expenses. The power of the mojo, never worry about money again. Repeated studies have shown that basic income level of around $70,000 a year, there's no discernible link between a high income or a larger bank balance and happiness. One thing that researchers have reportedly found does have a measurable impact on your happiness is savings. That's because savings equal freedom. When you've got money in the bank, you're free to live life on your own terms. You have the power, you call the shots. And part three, we'll get harvest. Step seven, get the banker off your back. There are only two ways to pay your mortgage off more quickly. Number one, lower your interest rate. And two, make extra repayments. The curious case of postcode pervos. A side effect of living through the biggest debt boom in history is that some people view a house like a chess piece. You hold on to it long enough for the equity to rise, and then you trade up to a newer, flashier suburb with newer, flashier neighbors. The Millionaire Next Door. The authors of the book set out to study the buying habits of the very wealthy. They began by interviewing people they perceived as rich, those in wealthy suburbs with big homes, expensive cars, and all the other trappings of success. Yet their findings were puzzling. The people they interviewed had high incomes, but were very asset poor. Worse, they were drowning in debt. In other words, they were all show and no dough. Real millionaires they found create their fortunes by following the time-tested rules of wealth, which incidentally mirror the barefoot steps. They are long-term investors, a whopping 95% own shares, they avoid credit cards, they save they don't have boats, lap pools, or Porsches, and they drive second-hand family cars. There's not a home in the world that will make you as happy as being in control of your time. That's true freedom. And the sooner you can wipe your mortgage, the sooner you can live your life on your terms. How to save $77,641 and wipe out almost seven years of your mortgage. Point the fire extinguisher at your home loan. Let's have a quick recap of the barefoot steps. In step two, you arrange 20% of your take-home pay into your fire extinguisher account to be used for putting out financial fires. In step three, you point at the fire extinguisher at your debts. In step four, you point at the fire extinguisher at a deposit to save up and buy your home. In step six, you point at the fire extinguisher at your mojo bucket and topped it up to three months of living expenses. And now we're at step seven and we're going to point that fire extinguisher at your mortgage repayments, so you can hose them down once and for all. If you pay just $1,000 extra on top of your minimum monthly repayment a month off your home loan, along with getting a cheaper rate, you'll save $77,641 in interest and wipe almost seven years off your mortgage based on a $400,000 mortgage over 18 years. Step eight, nail your retirement number. You must have the banker off your back. Nail your number. You can't retire until you've nailed your retirement number as a minimum. Never, ever retire. Step nine, leave a legacy. 
For some people, the only thing they gain from money is the fear of losing it. They get so caught up in the game, they never worked out if they're winning. They never ask, how much is enough? And they continue spending their time in jobs they don't like to buy even more expensive things to impress people they don't like. Freedom starts today. You don't have to wait. The golden triangle of happiness. A sense of purpose. Strong personal relationships and financial control. Once you earn over $70,000 a year, money won't make you happier. The number one cause of relationship breakdowns is fighting about money. Money may not make you happy, but the research shows that not being in control of your finances will make you very unhappy. And achieving a sense of financial control isn't about your net worth, zero, it's about your self-worth. You don't have to wait until you paid off your credit cards. You don't have to wait until you bought your home. You don't have to wait until you paid off your home. And you don't have to wait until you saved up for your retirement. You don't have to wait for anything. You achieve the freedom of control the very moment you make the decision to commit to the following a common sense plan. It then becomes a matter of time so long as you keep following the plan, everything will be okay. And to recap the barefoot steps on one page, Step one, set up the monthly barefoot date night with your partner, go out. Step two, set up your buckets. Step three, domino your debts. Step four, buy your home. And step five, increase your super to 15%. Step six, boost your mojo to three months. Step seven, get the banker off your back once and for all. Step eight, nail your retirement number. And step nine, leave a legacy. And that's a wrap on The Barefoot Investor, the only money guide you'll ever need. Buy the book, look in our description for the link. I totally recommend this book. Buy it for yourself, friends, and family. Look back on our channel for previous video book summaries and subscribe to our channel for future books. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram for daily book summaries. Search hashtag bestbookbits. Thanks for watching and I hope you learned a thing or two. Have a great day.